Hmm, avocados. 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 They're trendy. They're delicious. Very popular amongst our generation and the generation above ours, millennials. Yep. I recently learned, and by recently, I mean like a few months ago, I don't know, I don't remember, that you can just kind of like, you open one, you know, you, when you open it, you yeah. cut it in half, you open it, you see, crack it open, crack open a cold one. Reasonably. Yeah. And then you can just kind of smack a knife right into the middle of the pit. Just yoink that guy out. Just, and then you yoink it right out. And like, also it is easy to just sort of push it out, but like you can just whack and pull. That's, that's, you know, there's actually like a little term that ER doctors have for injuries that are sustained from like trying to cut open avocados <laughs> properly. It's literally called avocado hand. You're yanking my chain. You're yanking my, that's a thing. The doctors I call it avocado hands. Like that's like what I saw in an article somewhere. I don't know if it's credible or not. Red is looking it up right now. I am on the spot wikipediaing this. Holy schmoly. See? Holy guacamole! (laughs) Avocado hand. Guacamole. So yeah. So wait a minute. Yeah. You when you're trying to open it, when you're trying to open an avocado, you know, crack it open. You slice right into your own ding dang hand. Yeah. And it gives you avocado hand. Mm-hmm. Do you think you do you think it's like Spider-Man, spider bite, and you turn into an avocado, into an avocado afterwards? If the doctors don't fix it. Am I delicious? And nutritious? So, anyways, avocados. You can put them on you could put them on toast. You could eat them by themselves. You could put them in some conjunction with onions, tomatoes, whatever one puts in their jalapenos. Yes. As the Canadians call them. The Canadians call them jalapenos? Jalapenos. When you're pronouncing jalapeno. Jalapeno. Yeah, they know what they're doing up there. It's it's okay, guys. Before I make fun of another country. (laughs) Hi, guys. Love you. See you at Hanukkah. We don't celebrate that. I don't know. (laughs) But avocados are incredibly diverse. You can put them in so many things. You can even put them in like smoothies. You can Mm. make brownies out of them as a substitute for butter. What? Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. Savory and sweet. There's a lot of stuff that you can do with avocados. Absolutely. I mean, you can even use them for non-foods. Mm-hmm. You know, like I mean, skincare. Yeah, you can put them on your skin, which is actually pretty popular nowadays. Some people make avocado face masks. Some people make avocado oil or just avocado um, hair masks, just to put in some moisture. You know, and get some of that nice bouncy skin that people want. So, obviously. Avocados have been used in face masks and lotions to help moisturize and reduce inflammation because they're so cooling, they're good for the red parts of your skin, they make them better. Avocados are very moisturizing because avocado oil is 63% oleic acid. Essentially, oleic acid is a fatty acid and fatty acids are really good at keeping the moisture in your skin. Avocados can also reduce wrinkles, and some people claim that it's cheap Botox. Ah, interesting. So all, all that 
effort and money that people put into Botox. You could easily buy a $2 avocado every week and just put it on your skin. Yeah. Why use the botulinum toxin when you could use a sweet green fruit instead? Exactly. Also, avocado oil is good for hair and food because of its high fat content. There's lots of vitamin E and antioxidants, and that's what makes avocados so compelling in skincare. That's why it's a huge ingredient that's popping up nowadays. Mm. And it can also help with sun damage. Remember how I said inflammation? Sun damage is kind of similar to that. So polyhydroxylated fatty alcohols found in avocados help with inflammation as well as sun radiation induced cell damage. So essentially you have all of these types of fatty alcohols in avocado that can help reduce inflammation and deal with cell damage from the sun. I bet a lot of people when they say that avocados have good fats aren't thinking of those ones, but those are mm-hmm. those are some good fats if I've ever heard them. Yeah, it's just a good solution for people who get sunburned too. Mm-hmm. It's very soothing. You don't only have to use aloe, you can use avocados. I've always called them nature's butter because Truly. they're just so creamy and good. Like I would love to rub that on a sunburn. Mhm. I hope I don't have to. I never go outside, so I don't think it'll be a problem. But like next time, it feels very clean. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not bothered by avocado, like smothering it over my skin yeah. if I if I needed to. Sure. Yeah. Like <laughs> of, all, of all the fruits and, and rubs and scrubs that I can put on my body, I feel like avocado is the least offensive. You know, it's not like papaya guts i hate papayas oh man do you hate papayas too i honestly i don't know i haven't i haven't had one i I just they seem they're fun to say whenever someone asks me if i have a food allergy Mm -hmm. i always feel the need like i don't have food allergies guys i don't have food allergies but i hate papayas like you cannot buy a papaya, cut it up, and put it in the fridge where my food is because I will taste it on my other what? like foods. I you have a psychological poor papayas. I hate them. Wow. I think they taste so bad. And that's of course like my Pious. opinion. I don't like papayas. Anyway. That's okay. that's a story All for right. another day. So we'll put the rest of your anti-papaya propaganda <laughs> on another podcast. Yes. Perhaps. But moving, moving to some pro-avocado content. Pro-avocado content. Vitamin C and E are also found in avocados and they fight UVA and UVB respectively. Those bad, bad sun beams. As bad as UV rays. Bad UV radiation. But there's also another form of inflammation that avocados can tackle, and that is arguably the most common type of inflammation, acne. Mm. Yes. Avocados have linoleic acids, which acne-prone skin commonly has less of. So when you put avocado on your skin and you have acne, you are providing your skin with linoleic acids, which can help it build itself up again. Wow. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. And listen to this. Avocado cream has been shown to inhibit 5-alpha reductase, which is involved in oily skin and acne formation. Wow. So basically, 
for those of you who don't really know scientific terms as well as we might know them, <laughs> but 5-alpha reductase is an enzyme. Basically, it's something that makes the skin produce a bunch of oil and makes the skin produce acne or pimples. And avocado cream is known to stop that enzyme. So incredible. We, we have less oily skin and less acne. So talented. Amazing. She's brilliant. Beautiful fruit. But... I, I, and I know we're getting into a lot of like skincare, but avocado is really like a wonder fruit when it comes to skincare. Avocados can also help with wound healing. So applying avocados on rats was seen to help with wound healing and led to faster skin regeneration. Which is interesting because you would think the rats would just gobble it up. Avocados can also help with psoriasis. So a study looked at avocado oil and B12 ointment into helping patients, and it did. The study found a correlation between avocado oil, B12 ointment, and better skin health and psoriasis patients. That is fascinating. You know, you hear a lot about B12 and its good effects and, you know, take a lot of B12 or whatever, but who knew? Avocados, B12, Avocado. psoriasis. It's, 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 it's like a cure-all. It's not a cure-all because cure-alls don't do anything. They're terrible. But it does do a lot of good stuff. And and it's delicious. Like, delicioso. delicioso. And I love avocados because if I'm, like, in a pinch, I got places to be. I don't have time to cook. I can't, I just, I just need food. I need it in my mouth and I need it right now. I'll crack open one of those bad boys, pop out the pit, add a little bit of salt and, and eat it just straight up a whole avocado. And that, that is a meal and they're very filling. And there's a actual, there's a scientific reason as to why these good, good fruit are so filling. They have, they're high in fiber and monounsaturated fatty acids. So back to good fats. Um, We know that the body takes longer to digest these fats and fiber, which makes you stay full for longer after eating an avocado. So you eat this avocado. It has a lot of wonderful vitamins that we've discussed and, and it'll make you feel very full. Like you've had a full meal, even when you've only had one piece of fruit, really. So it's pretty, it's pretty good. It's pretty cool. That being said, We do advocate for everyone to have an actual full meal for their meals. We are just college students that have too much on their plates. Correct. Too much on my plate, except not enough because it's just an avocado. (laughs) But just putting that forward because we care about y'all's health. Have meals that are not just an avocado. But, But if you're pressed, I can, I can support the avocado method. Remember that article that came out like a few years ago uh-huh. about this guy telling millennials that the reason that they can't buy a house is because they spend all of their money on avocado toast oh, and coffee? My God. Yes, I remember this. That was a joke. That was a joke. It, it, it was a joke. No, he was actually serious about it. We thought it was a joke. Because it's absurd. Isn't it an onion article? No, it's not. That's the thing is a real article. It's completely real. Yeah. Somebody was arguing that 
the housing market is decreased because of avocado toast. It's a very loose, <laughs> very, very far arching connection. Yeah. That was made with very small bases. Because, oh. like, it was because avocado toast is trendy. You know, it's like, ooh, uh, avocado toast. I gotta slather my my bread with this delicious fruit delicious green trendy thing yeah because i'm a millennial and that's how we do it i see the thing is i don't think it's that i think our generation just really likes avocados and there's a lot of ways to make them yeah so we just like them and because it's trendy amongst our age and our generations it is obviously going to be mocked by those who are in older generations absolutely and also clearly this guy's just never tried avocado toast because if he had he, he would know, know that avocado toast is delicious it's great. very good it's very delicious and I but also it. if he were aware of how this country has worked and how this generation has grown up he would be he would know that it there are other reasons as to why millennials struggle to buy homes and invest yeah. in property. Namely, his generation. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Um, transgenerational tea on a later episode of The Unfinished Mind. Um, for now, do you remember in the early two, 2010s when avocado merch was a big thing? It was a bit of, a, bit of oh. an aside, but do you oh, remember... Yes. It, it was, was like everywhere. Absolutely. It's still everywhere. It still kind of is. There's huh? avocado prints to like pants to shirts. I think I walked in ta- into Target the other day and I saw a banana shirt and then a, a pink avocado shirt. I think pink. it was pink. It was like a, a pink background with like a little cut avocados with a pit still in them Wow. on the shirt. And it was a very adorable shirt. I really liked it. Yeah, I bet it was it was real cute. It was great. It's real cute. But yeah, no, there's it's it's an infection, a cultural infection, and also it is very tasty. Very good. Yeah, but you know, there's a lot of chemistry behind avocados. Absolutely. Mainly because they go bad so easily. Yep. We're going to talk about the chemistry as to why avocados do that. Let's get into it. Her name's polyphenol oxidase. Maybe you know her. (laughs) Usually I like chemistry. I love chemistry. Uh But when it comes to the chemistry of avocados rotting, I don't like it. It's just, uh, it's a very fast reaction. It's a very fast reaction. I do not not appreciate it, nature. Yeah. What's up with that? Super random fact. The Aztec word for avocado was also used euphemistically for testicle. So one reading of the tree's name is testicle tree. Wow. So avocado trees. I love humans. Testicle trees. I just love humanity. Just euphemistically. The extent to which so many things in our societies are connected to sexual things, mm-hmm. I just find it quite entertaining. I mean, it's it's very uh, telling, I guess. You know, in America, we like to sugarcoat mm-hmm. sort of sexuality and that whole genre of uh, aspect of human life. But it's a big aspect of human life. Mm-hmm. And if you just look at, you know, ancient cultures, you can see it. 
everywhere. It's like, it's, it's not shocking at all, but for some reason to our American sensibilities, it feels very shocking, even though it's, it shouldn't be. And it should and just be like a normal thing that we can all go, hmm, funny, testicle tree, haha, <laughs> funny. Rather that's than, just a difference in cultures. So yeah. Yes. So if you're offended by that segment, my apologies, but it's because you live in America. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry this happened to you. <laughs> Anyway, moving to the chemistry. Love chemistry. Don't really like this reaction. So the flesh of avocados is made up of mainly fatty acids, such as oleic acid and linoleic acid. They contain very little sugar or starch. So the avocados don't really start to ripen until they are picked from the tree. And if you put them into the fridge while unripe, it can prevent them from ripening at all. The rapid browning of avocado flesh is a consequence of its exposure to oxygen in the air, as well as the presence of phenolic compounds in the avocado itself. Polyphenol oxidase. In the presence of oxygen, an enzyme avocados contain called polyphenol oxidase aids the conversion of phenolic compounds to another class of compounds called quinones. Quinones are capable of polymerizing, basically linking together in like a nice large line or web or whatever that reaction is doing taking the smaller molecules and joining them together to form a long chain to produce these polymers called polyphenols. This polymerization manifests itself as a brown color to the flesh. The polymeric compounds are actually melanin pigments, just like our skin. Wow. So avocados, tan. That's what's happening. I mean, and it's and it's the say the fun thing about this compound and why I keep singing it like that. It's because it's in every, it's in everything. Mm-hmm. It's in all the fruits. It's even in us. We have polyphenol oxidase, and so do most bugs and stuff. And I do bug studies, and I use this gene. It's fun. <laughs> Anyways, polyphenol oxidase. It's it it's responsible for all your browning fruits in the world, and uh, it it's why fruit gets tanned. Yep. And the browning doesn't happen in the intact avocado. That's why when you have an avocado, you cut into it, you leave the open avocado out, it's going to get brown much faster than the closed avocado. Because it is exposed to oxygen. Lots of oxygen molecules in our air. It is the the one thing causing the browning reaction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... Browning is good for fruit. Quinones are compounds that are toxic to bacteria. So their creation from phenolic compounds serves a practical purpose for the fruit by enabling it to last a little longer after exposure to oxygen before beginning to rot because it's protecting it from the bacteria. Yeah. And, you know, that's also why you can just kind of you can eat brown fruit for the most part. Like, maybe you have a personal preference against it. You don't like the taste of quinones, but, like, they're fine. Like, they're okay. They're probably pretty sterile, actually. Mm-hmm. But speaking about taste, I know some people don't really like the browning part of it, but what do you have to say about that? So, yeah, the flavor of avocados is uh, distinctive, I would say. It's a very distinctive flavor. And so... How do we how do we ship these fast browning fruits, these quick to ripen fruits, um, without them losing their distinctive flavor? That's a good question. <laughs> so 
Shipping processes are actually made pretty easy for avocados because they do pick them before they ripen. Um, it takes a couple of weeks after the harvest to ripe for an avocado to ripen on its own. So this time frame is perfect if you want to, you know, get avocados from one place that they usually are to a place that they aren't, you know, shipping and how that works. So as long as we transport them in conditions that can slow down their ripening process, in other words, if we just mildly refrigerate them at about 40 to 55 degrees Fahrenheit and uh, carry them over long distances, then we can find that the avocados arrive pretty much intact and not even ripe yet or just about to become ripe. So that's pretty fun. The shipping of avocados is actually a big deal. Like it's a huge part of our trade with Mexico. And it is uh, it is one of the biggest imports um, that we have. If Mexican avocado import to the US was stopped, the country would run out of avocados in three weeks. So they have to- Darn. And I mean, knowing, knowing how many avocados we consume as a population- So many. So many. That would cripple us, I think, economically, physically, emotionally. I don't think we'd recover from the loss of avocado. <laughs> so- Again, you want to make sure that you ship your avocados at 40 to 55 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, keep the temperature range at exactly that, because if they're too cold, then you'll hurt your avocados. And if they're too hot, then you'll overripen your avocados. It's just, it's a very delicate balance. You also don't want to ship the avocados near anything producing ethylene. And yes, there are some produce that produce ethylene. Bananas. Bananas. Apples. Apples. A lot of fruit, many fruits. fruits. Yeah. So, you know, avocados are sensitive and they don't like other other fruits. Mm -hmm. So keep them, keep them on their lonesome. And, and for those of you who don't know what ethylene does, ethylene is a gas that is produced by some fruit that essentially when it travels and hits other fruit, that fruit also starts to ripen quite quickly or more quickly than it usually would if it were not exposed to ethylene. Wow. It's incredible. It's like a weird sort of, you know, you have um, cell to cell signaling and bacteria. Yeah. It's like that. Before it's fruit. like, buddy, we're ready to get eaten. Oi. Ripen. Oi. It's time to drop them seeds. <laughs> time to get busy. Attract them bears and stuff. <laughs> so another thing that's important when, uh, when shipping your avocados, because I know you're all going to be doing that as soon as you're done listening to this podcast, um, you're going to want to make sure that you pack them not too tightly and not too loosely <laughs> because both of these things can cause bruising. <laughs> In other words, your avocados are very picky and they would like to be at just the right temperature range, uh, not with anyone they don't like and not pack too tight or too loose. They're very picky. Essentially, you treat your avocados like the queen. Queen, queen avocado. I, no, I said the queen. The, the, the like queen, queen yeah. Yes, you it's be Queen, very gentle Queen Avocado. Queen Elizabeth III. Queen, Queen Avocado III. I Queen see Elizabeth no difference. Queen Avocado III. I, <laughs> I see no difference between the Queen of England and an avocado. That's a controversial statement to say. Some people will feel very passionate about that. <laughs> I know there's differences. Oy. One of them has white hair. One of it could have white hair if you left it out for too long. Next to very gross mold spores, yes. I guess. But how do you make 
avocados last longer because I know they go bad pretty quickly. Like I yeah. buy a five pack of avocados. They all ripen at the same time. And it's usually like three to four days after mm-hmm. I actually buy them. Mm-hmm. I cannot consume five avocados safely in two days. Then maybe you're not trying hard enough. <laughs> Typically, I just use the refrigerator as my pal, mm-hmm. and I as soon as I get avocados, I get them when that they're like edible. I'll get like I'll get like four, need them over the course of a week or two, mm-hmm. and I'll just kind of stick them in the fridge right at that point, and that usually halts the further ripening, you know, at, yeah. at a solid negative four degrees Celsius, um, which is what most household fridges should be at. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, I usually just do that and it helps. But another way you can do it to stop the action of polyphenol oxidase is uh, lemon juice or other similar acids that will that will help um, stop the action of that fancy enzyme and therefore help the, the exposed flesh. You have to do this to a cut avocado mm-hmm. um, and then you put it, you just kind of like baste, <laughs> baste yeah. your avocado and lemon juice and it'll last a little bit longer. But of course that might not taste good to you. So got to keep that in mind. But um, I did an experiment once trying to figure out um, what made polyphenol oxidase work better or worse and just so everyone knows, um, chili oil and rice vinegar are both not great for slowing down the action of polyphenol oxidase. They, in theory, could be, but in action and practice, they're not. And they're you not. ruin the thing that you're trying to preserve. Because why would you ever eat an avocado covered in chili oil or rice? Why vinegar? would you not? In, chi- in straight up pasty chili oil chili oil it was is really so good gross. it was very gross chili oil let me be clear it okay. was like a weird gross chili oil that is not typical i'm going to take what you just said with a grain of salt because okay. i i know i know the spice level that you eat <laughs> it was not the spice i had a problem with it smelled like rotten sardines it wasn't safe i don't know where i got it i think i got it off like the discount aisle of a freaking dollar store it was not good no wonder yeah that's what i'm saying don't use that but like i mean pop off you want to put chili oil on your avocados get into it babes oh that sounds really good that for you okay the rice vinegar though the rice vinegar i agree with okay thank you yes yeah i'll accept the chili oil i can see how that could be appealing yeah i had to smell a lot of it for this experiment so i'm not down but like go go crazy go stupid I really I support you for I that. I will. And then, oh, another way of not allowing your avocados to brown as quickly is to cover the flesh tightly in cling film. Mm. Obviously, because you're covering it, it's not exposing it to oxygen. So this prevents oxygen from reaching the flesh and browning can't take place. Nice. And I th- there's a myth. Oh yeah, would you like to discuss it? I I always love discussing myths. I'm basically a myth buster at this point. Love it. We should make that a segment on our podcast. Myth busting. Leaving the seed pit in the avocado prevents browning. Myth or not? Mm, I'm going to flip a coin and I'm going to say myth. Okay, so actually... Leaving the seed pit in the avocado works, but kinda. Oh, okay. 
it only works on the part of the avocado that it's shielding from oxygen. Okay, so it's just so, the most basic the thing. So literally the, the curve of the avocado that holds the seed is the only part that's being prevented from browning. The pit cradle. If the you will. pit cradle. If the you, avocado's you pit will. cradle. Cradle? Cradle. Cradle. That makes sense. But yeah. Avocados super popular. And we live in Texas. So what's one cuisine that uses a heck ton of avocados? Mexican cuisine. Tex-Mex and Mexican cuisine. Oh, That's right. Delicious. And the rising popularity of Mexican cuisine and especially guacamole has contributed to increased avocado sales. Of course, there are shipping restrictions. A large part of the increased success of the avocado industry was the lifting of shipping restrictions from Mexico in the late 1990s. The percentage of avocados imported from outside the United States increased from 40% in 2000 to 67% in 2005. And you know, that kind of makes sense because I feel like I did like as a young, young child, like before the age of like 12, I didn't know what avocado was. Yeah, I had no idea. I feel like they only picked up speed and popularity after like 2013. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. That's when, you know, the U.S. was going into full force with trade. Mm -hmm. I think avocados were picking up popularity it was just snowballing yeah it was like snowballing. snowballing of like interest in avocados and another kind of example was before california was the united states primary source of the fruit but it couldn't grow them year round so that obviously limited the supply in the United States. Mm-hmm. However, when Mexico was allowed access to the U.S. market, demand for avocados increased with the increased supply made available by Mexico. So we love Mexico. Absolutely. Love their food. Love the fact that they're doing the most. So just one more time. We talked about the effects of uh, the good the good effects of avocados on skin and skin care. Let's also just emphasize the good health effects overall that avocados have. They're truly seen as a trendy health food um, and science does support this. So they're a great source of vitamins. You got your C's and E's and K's, your B6's, just lots of good vitamins in there. They also have magnesium, potassium, good source of omega-3 fatty acids. And those are, you know, the good fats that we speak of. Now, the fat-rich content of avocados um, supports skin health, nutrient absorption, and the immune system. So it has a lot of good effects for your body that it needs to stay happy and healthy and grinding. They're also high in fiber, which helps maintain digestive health. And they have many other claimed health benefits that aren't uh, as well supported, but there is literature on them. And that is that they're good for vision health, containing cancer preventative compounds, which again is a growing field. We don't have a lot for that yet, but it's growing. And we also have that avocados can support fetal health during pregnancy. And they're just good for you in a dietary standpoint. They're a fruit, as I've mentioned, the kind green fruit, and they have very few carbs, lots of good fats, niacin, potassium, all the things you need to keep going. And they're heart healthy. They balance your blood lipids and um, are able to stop 
plaque buildup in arteries, which is the number one killer of Americans. So eat up, eat up my friends. And uh, it also reduces your cholesterol and blood pressure. Um, Avocados have high levels of HDLs and low levels of LDLs, which means that uh, you're increasing your good cholesterol and decreasing your bad. So eat avocados. Yeah. Eat your avocados, everyone. Get get your avocados. There's a lot more to avocados than you would think. And I know that it's usually publicized as the millennial fruit Mm -hmm, or this mm -hmm. trendy fruit. But it's actually really good for you. Oh, yeah. And it it does so much. Nature's butter. I'm just saying, if we replaced, like, all of the stuff we we have butter in with avocado instead and, like, Mm -hmm. avocado oil, our arteries would look so much better just as a nation. Nation? As a nation. That should be a study. Yeah. What if we could just bake brownies and find out? Uh, you know, I am going to try those avocado brownies because now I'm interested. I need to know if that's I've good. tried them before. Oh. does not taste like avocado. Really? amazing. Yeah, it just adds like this creamy kind of like fudginess to it. It's really nice. Very pleasant. See, what I'm saying is we make avocados the new butter and then the price goes down. Because that's how, that's how economy works. That's capitalism. Why don't we just print more money? Why don't we just print more money for avocados? Print more <laughs> money, and instead of presidents, there's avocados on them. And it's avocado bucks. And it's just for those. Yep. That's called bartering. <laughs> I just bartering system. Is it though? Bring back the paper. bar. It's still paper That's currency. True. It's like a sub like currency. The subcurrents. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we did do bartering, there are a lot of goods and services I personally would trade for an avocado. For an avocado. In a pinch. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, we could get into that. But we'll discuss that another time. Anyways, that was this week's episode about avocados. How do you feel, wow. Ren? I feel informed. I feel enlightened. Informed. I, I learned uh, a lot of things. Yeah. You know, I was already on the avocado train. I was already on this boat. Um, but I am, I am, I'll be on, I'll stay here on the boat. And I'm like, I'm like excited about it now. Like I'm jumping up and down, screaming about the good deeds of avocados on the boat now. I'm on the science train now. Yeah. Because I didn't know that there was so much science, like science related stuff behind it. Of course, every fruit has an incredible number of chemical compounds, but a lot of these are good. Yeah. A lot of these are super good. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that was this week's topic. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode about avocados. Join us next week when we're going to talk about something very interesting. As per usual. As per usual. Thank you very much and have a wonderful day. Goodbye. And remember to follow your curiosity. The Unfinished Mind is brought to you by the Polymathic Scholars. Our scriptwriters this week were Akshi Pant, Arian Austria, Liz Kinnert, and Rio Gogia. Sound designed by Jensen Richardson and Emerise Mendoza. Produced by Natalie Lim and Sai Cherubo. Our publicist is Claire Nevins. Hosted by Aria Bakare and Ren Smith. Thanks for listening, and remember to follow your curiosity.